Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yo! Welcome into the House of L podcast. I am Lawrence Holmes. Thank you so much for hanging out here with me. It's a little bit of an impromptu episode that I'm doing on today's pod because I wanted to talk about something that seems to be near and dear to people who listen to this pod and well, not everyone who listens to this pod, but, you know, we do a lot of Bears stuff on this podcast. And with my history of being a Bears beat reporter for a decade, I thought it would be fun to bring you in behind the curtain as much as I can at this point and maybe try to explain, like, the differences in jobs and how people look at them. Um, I, I think that the landscape has changed, and I'm I'm trying to roll with the punches on it. I'm also trying to be super responsible because I'm just wired that way. Like, I, I, I'm kind of boring that way, but I want to try and be responsible when I get information. So here's the thing. Here's what I'll tell you, all right? And... I just want you to understand like how I work and sometimes how I think the the industry should work but I you know I'm I get that I I have some guiding principles when it comes to relaying information that are not that it, it sometimes seem antiquated with how quickly information moves and is disseminated right now. So about an hour ago, I got a phone call from a trusted source. Source told me to be on the lookout for some stuff. I'm not going to tell you what it is. All I'll tell you is I was like, oh, okay. And I put it in my back pocket. And I, my feeling is this. My role as a talk show host is very different from my role as a beat reporter. If I would have gotten that same call when I was a beat reporter, I would then be pulling my hair out. I don't have a lot of hair left. Trying to find a second source to back up what this source told me. By the way, I find this source to be impeccable. This is one of these people that has told me stuff over the years. And the hit rate is above 80% of stuff that I've been told by this person. So then it becomes a thing of, do I release that out to the public? My responsibilities as a talk show host are different than they are as a reporter. As a reporter, 100% no, I wouldn't put it out there until I could have it confirmed by other sources. As a talk show host, 
I am allowed to speculate a little bit. But my rule as a talk show host is if I get information and I can't confirm it, meaning more than one source, I usually will send a text, make a phone call to a beat reporter. Let's take the Bears out for out of it for a second because that was my beat, you know, that I could probably take some liberties if I wanted to. Let's say that I'll use another sport as an example. Let's say that I heard something about the White Sox. I'm not going to report stuff on the White Sox. I'm giving my opinion on things, and I might hint at stuff. That happens a lot. If you can listen in between the words sometimes, you can hear what I'm getting at. But I'll, I would shoot a text message to Bruce and say, hey, this is what I'm hearing. You can do whatever you want with it, but this is what I heard. And then you let the reporters report. I don't mind, I don't, I don't need to, and there have been plenty of times where this has happened in my career. I don't need the credit necessarily of, well, Lawrence reported it first. I don't necessarily need that. If I get a thank you from anyone that I help break a story, that's good enough for me. There is a level of credibility, though, that sometimes, I'm not going to lie to you because, you know, we do this podcast tell the truth it's nice to be credited with something that you said or threw out there coming true those of us who do this for a living usually have pretty solid egos and I would put myself in that same category you want your opinion to be respected you want people to Believe what you say that, you know, if you're being earnest and honest, you, you want people to be like, Hey, I'm not going to just open up and lie to you about stuff. Like you want to be taken seriously. So that's usually how it works. Even now, like if I hear something bears related, I'm going to reach out to Chris Emma. I'm going to reach out to Mark Grody. I'll reach out to Josh Schrock. Cause I, you know, work over there too at NBC Sports Chicago and be like, hey, man, just keep an eye open about whatever. And it's kind of the same thing here. Just keep an eye open. I do think that in the land of media literacy, it's important to try and be transparent about some of this stuff so I just kind of want you to know that my phone rings a lot my DMs people are in them not for those type of reasons you know what I'm saying Um, but I get text messages a lot from places that you wouldn't even expect that I get text messages from one of the things that I think is really important And it took me a while to learn this. 
Um, by nature, I'm pretty conservative. Small C. <laughs> when it comes to this type of stuff, I think responsibility is, is really important. One of the questions that I always ask myself before putting something into the ether, putting my name to something that I've been told, is what is the benefit for the person who told you that? Now, you have to weigh that. I I think it is really significant and I think more folks need to ask that question. But I also am starting to think that that's a war that I've lost. I know that there are a bunch of really responsible reporters out there. And I tip my cap to them. Because the allure of being the breaking news person is, is high. It's really high. But I remember talking with a colleague, this is probably 15 years ago, and we were talking about the idea of being first versus being right. And there used to be consequences to being wrong. I think that those consequences are lesser now. I think that if you can survive the onslaught of a couple of bad days as you as the central figure on Twitter, then it might not matter as much as it, as it used to. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I I think that the when I start thinking about like Shams or Adam Schefter, Jeff Passan, now my guy Russ, because Russ is is in that space now as a a baseball Bigfoot for Yahoo. Congratulations to Russ. I think about the stress of it, like going back to my days of being on the beat and Mitch being like, hey, what do we know? What can we, what's the information? I think that there's a couple different ways that you can attack the job of reporter. While I broke my fair share of stories, I felt more comfortable being, taking what I knew and giving it giving it to the public in this manner. This is my advice for young reporters. Most of the time, is as smart as sports fandom is now, and there's a lot of information that's flying around, there's, there's a lot that people get to consume, and I think that that's a good thing. There, there's been a, a democratization to a certain extent, of when it comes to information. I still think that beyond the breaking news aspect of it, and that's important, like I don't want to act like that's not an important function of the job, I still think 
that there is something to the eyewitness accounting of what's going on. Strong reporters can just tell you what's happening. Think about it this way. You don't know what happened at Hallis Hall today. My job is to be your eyes and ears. And while the stuff that happens at the podium is one thing, what are the other things that happen that your listener or viewer or reader, what can't they see? Do they see, they can't necessarily see the expression on a player or coach's face when they when they're asked a certain question. What were interactions like on the, the diamond or the field or the ice between players? When did you see someone get upset? And why were they upset? What are things to look for inside of a game? What are those little nuggets of information You know how, like, when we used to do Bears reports on the score, Dan and Terry would usually kind of comically end with nuggets and tidbits. And there would be stuff in there where you could say, "Eh, you know, look for Devin Hester to be a factor in this game against Minnesota. You know, there's some question about whether or not Chris Cluey outkicks his coverage. When I say that, that's not even me looking at film necessarily. That could be something that someone said to me that week. And it wasn't like, let's do a Q&A and we're going to talk about this. Just, hey, hey, Holmes, Devin's going to take one back this week. Really? Why you say that? Cluey, man, great kicker, but. Sometimes he outkicks the coverage, and it sets up perfectly for us. And that's something that I can bring to the audience. It's it's a weird place that we're in now where you can, like, when it comes to the breaking news aspect of it, you can get caught out there. Shout out to Khalees. You can get caught out there. And if you don't worry about your credit, if you have the ability to not worry about your credibility, I applaud you because I have gotten a story wrong and you feel terrible when you get it wrong. And now it's just, There is an element of kind of throw everything up against the wall. Something will stick. And I get that. You know, the the access that people have now as reporters, I, I just want them, I just want to know that what you're telling me is honest. I want you to ask some questions occasionally of your sources. Like, I'll... I definitely did not mean for this pod to go this long, but 
this is kind of what House of L is for, right? I look at the stories on Jerry Reinsdorf and the 78. And so so that we're clear on this, I think that the proposed idea of a stadium facing downtown and changing the appeal of the White Sox is very sexy. I also think that there's a lot of questions that you have to ask before we get to that step. And I've been disappointed with the reporting, not the opinion. Like people are allowed to you want to cheerlead as an opinion maker? I'm I hear you on that. That's that's part of the gig. You like something, you genuinely like something, it's all right to throw your weight behind it as a columnist, as a talk show host. But I'm these lines are blurring in a way with reporting that I am uncomfortable with. And with this particular story, I have been disappointed that there haven't been some basic questions asked. Like, why is this a good thing for the city? And can you find someone who has more objectivity than the people who would like to build this thing so that they can make money? Who is related Midwest? What have they done? Are they an altruistic group of builders that are really looking forward to enhancing the city's profile? Or are are they people who just want to get money? And there's nothing wrong with getting money. I just want that on the table. Why is this going so quickly? When we're talking about billions of dollars, why was this at warp speed? And who benefits from telling you that this is a good thing for the for the 78 or the city? And it'll eventually be a good thing for Bridgeport, Armor Square, Chinatown, Bronzeville. Sometimes you get your people hitting you up, your sources, people who have been good to you. You get them telling you stuff that benefits them. And my feeling on it is with the reporting aspect of it. Like I didn't really like the, I haven't liked the reporting at Cranes. And the reason is that Cranes is supposed to be in my opinion, one of those places where those hard questions get asked. Now, I understand that what we do is also a business. And if there's a quid pro quo, I understand some of that transactional journalism. And what I mean is, okay, we're doing this thing we want you to do the story. We're going to give you information on this that other people don't have. In some cases, you're going to be breaking stories, breaking news with this. But if I scratch your back, you scratch mine. 
maybe the questioning isn't as robust or hard as it should be. And that was what's disappointing about it for me. But I, like I said, I, I'm willing to give a little bit of dispensation to situations like that. Like you're breaking the news. Like you're, you're, you're making moves out here. You're making people chase your reporting. Okay, cool. But sometimes it feels like there's a little bit of water carrying going on. And that makes me uncomfortable. Jerry Reinsdorf has a lot of friends, and a lot of them are old school. So you'll see it in more of the old school medium. Like, he's not he's not talking to, like, the Sox Machine guys or the 108 guys. Like, this is very calculated. And whether we're talking about sports reporting or political reporting or crime reporting, You have to ask questions. Don't just take the statement of the police spokesperson and just say that that's the truth. Dig a little deeper. Don't just take the the word of a, a defense attorney either as gospel. Dig a little deeper triangulate, you know, report. This was not supposed to be a Sermon on the Mount, and I apologize for that. But I do want you to kind of know where I come from. And I know that when it comes to the situation with the Bears quarterback stuff, people are voracious and hungry about what happens, what happens next, who's making the decisions, and those are all really good questions. Like, we want to know now, and I, I get that. Know that, that the wheels of journalism are spinning. <laughs> okay? It doesn't always... Things don't go as fast as we, we like for them to go sometimes. So, anyway. I'm sorry that I took this short pod and made it longer than I wanted But I wanted to give you an idea of how some of this stuff works. You usually, at this point in like a career like mine, hopefully you've built up enough credibility that people will tell you stuff, but you don't have to run to the radio or to print or to television. You don't have to do people's bidding. You have to make sure that you're doing what's right for the consumer. And that's, that, that, is, that is straight up gatekeeping. Real talk. That is gatekeeping. What you should want are really responsible people guarding the gate. And I'm not sure that we always have that. But know that I take it really seriously. I try not to lead you down bad paths. I try to I try to take information given to me and grind it up and say who benefits is the public good? 
Does it outweigh the benefit of this person telling me this? Why did they tell me this? These are things that I care about. These are things that I teach when I teach or if I'm mentoring. I worry about it a lot because I see stuff now and I'm like, ooh, that, that doesn't even sound like it was multi-sourced. It feels like it was mono-sourced. And people don't even care. One day, I won't have to care anymore. It'll be fine. Right? I'll just retire and all that good stuff. I'm always threatening to retire on House of I need to stop doing that. You don't need to hear that nonsense. Oh, there's old man Holmes retiring again. I appreciate your patience with this episode. There's a lot still to do. But this is why I like having House of L, because that's what we're here to do, is talk about stuff just like this. There'll be more fun episodes coming up, I promise. I'll talk to you next time. Peace. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.